And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Well, 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 well. We had a conversation about this last week. I didn't expect to be revisiting it so quickly, but here we are. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me. We are live from the bunker. Uh, Mazers, these hats are available in various different places. You need to get one. So couple of things. The chat's open, and it looks like it's already very active. I see Mazers, I see Stephanie, and yes, Mrs. Boss is here. I see Cam1138. Welcome. Good to have all of you here. Comments are open. If you're uh, not here in the live uh, show, you can still leave your thoughts. We do have an email address live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. We've got a newsletter you can sign up for. And we do invite you to subscribe because we've got seven shows that we produce here, various different topics and focuses. Uh, And if you're listening to us as a podcast or if you want to check us out as a podcast, we're on various different players. We've got audience all over the world, Japan, Australia, Germany, Malaysia. And we're happy to have all of you as well. Speaking of Mrs. Boss, she's been working on a new school closings list. It was kind of a light week last week, but uh, she says she's got a pile for me. So we will have a new school closings list this afternoon at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 Central. And then tonight, 271 Monday continues. Mr. Harvey and I will be talking about unfinished business, the projects that we were promised but we never have gotten, and George R. R. Martin is just one of the people on that list for various different things uh, and stuff that we've yet to see, even though it's been promised to us. So something else that's been promised to us, and we've yet to see it, although they're just now in the beginnings of the production, is... Indiana Jones, and the, I don't know if anybody knows what it's going to be called, but there were some trepidation, some some concern that was expressed over the weekend, and apparently it was enough to create some consternation among the people who are making said Indiana Jones film. It started with this tweet from Matt Kadish saying, quote, to anyone thinking Indiana Jones 5 might be good, just let me point out, Steven Spielberg is not directing, Kathleen Kennedy is producing, Harrison Ford is 78 years old, and it's written by Jonathan Kasdan, who wrote Solo. Now, the only part of that that is not accurate uh, is that Kasdan uh, was going to be writing it. He did do a draft, but when they brought James James Mangold on, they did a page one rewrite. So they started over from scratch. So Kasdan is no longer involved in this. However, the fact that Steven Spielberg is not directing is a fact. It's true. K- 
Kathleen Kennedy is producing, that is true, uh, along with Spielberg and Frank Marshall. Let's be clear about that. And Harrison Ford is 78 years old. And the brouhaha that ensued after this from James Mangold, the director, who basically has taken exception to all of this. And instead of getting, hey, I get it. You've got a concern. I'm a fan. We're all going to be good here. We're all going to do the best job we can. You know, Harrison wouldn't be back if he didn't feel good about the script. Do a little spin, do a little PR, do a little hand-holding, but that's not what he did. So it got ugly. And joining us to talk about it is uh, Matt Kadish's co-host on the Salty Nerd Podcast, Matt Vader. Welcome, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Uh, that, I'm, that was that was a really cool hat, man. I got to get me one of those. Oh, thank you very much. I, th- I think that was a it was either a birthday or a Christmas present. I can't remember, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's this is just insane. This. Um, how this thing how this thing blew up uh because yeah. mangold comes in and says keep making the world a better place crapping on <laughs> things in the first week of production from your basement uh yeah that's basement. that's not how you start with this no. i don't think i mean i've said before the way you win over fans is not to insult fans no and that's his that's his opening argument yeah uh, never seen a script by John, he says. Nothing against him, just reality. Uh, Butterworth and I started from a blank page. Okay. One and three are hugely talented and all by my side. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But Harrison Ford is 78 years old. This is correct. It's the Indiana Jones and the uh, search for my lost dentures. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and then it just devolves from there. And, and Mangold apparently decided that he's got enough time over the weekend to basically trash everything. I mean, he, he insulted you guys. He, he took issue with your studio. Correct. Uh, and, and, and it is an impressive Batman statue that you've got there. Oh, uh, let man, me, that, let me that say Batman that. statue. Yeah. I think he has his own OnlyFans page, to be honest <laughs> with you. But it's it's one of those things where I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And it's not it's not like it's something new. We've yeah. seen this kind of thing before. I mean, Paul Feig yeah. did it with the, with the Ghostbusters thing. But I think Matthew's got uh, some legitimate concerns here because Kathleen Kennedy's track record as a producer, as the head of Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. is such that you got to look you got to look twice at at some of the decisions that she's made. I mean, you've had creative dis- creative differences with a, with a number of different directors. You know, Josh right, yes. Josh Trank was on Boba Fett and then there wasn't a Boba Fett and then he was off the Boba Fett. And then you have, you know, Lord and Miller on the solo thing. You've got all of the different things that happened behind the scenes at Rogue One. Each individual uh, movie in the Disney, in the sequel trilogy lost, uh, well, it lost. It made less money each movie to the one prior to. There's a better way for me to say that. Yeah, no, I, but know, her her track record at Lucasfilm is is not that great. Yeah, I mean, and 
as fans of the franchise, I think we have every right to be skeptical and, and to question her her decisions. And, you know, that's also what fans of these kind of uh, properties do. We're, yeah. we're nerds, man. We we talk about movies. We, we question movies. We question decisions. We, you know, it doesn't mean we don't like the properties, you know. Well, and Kadish, Kadish was just doing what he does. He's just make, making some points on Twitter, you know, and yeah. James Mangold, for some reason, decides to punch down. You know, does, doesn't he have something better to do on the Sunday afternoon while making his $100 million movie? It's yeah. crazy. Well, and I want to address real quick. Stephanie is making some points in the in the chats, so basically basically saying that Matthew has done this before and he's he's doing this to seek attention. And and he said she says because of fans like that, we'll never get anything good because they can't just be quiet and wait for something. It's all about attention seeking now. And I I would I would take exception to that to a certain extent. I think if if Matthew, whether it was Matthew or anybody else, I mean, Matthew's not the only one that's sitting there saying, yeah. I've got concerns about Indiana Jones 5 because we saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, what happened there. Well, I don't know what that movie is. I don't acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you've got Kathleen Kennedy's track record. You've got the fact, now, I'm fine if Spielberg wants to sit there and say, I don't want to direct this. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's problems with the production because Spielberg himself has said when he went to go direct Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, he had to basically relearn his style because his mm-hmm. his directing style had evolved by then that he had, had to, he had to go back and actually study his own work in order to match it. So if he thinks, okay, I'm not the best guy to direct it, that's fine. And you want to bring on Mangold, that's fine too because Mangold's got a good track record. I mean, yeah, there are a lot does. of people that love I, the stuff I, that he did. I enjoyed most of his movies that I've seen. And that's what's so weird to me is that he would take the time to go out and acknowledge, you know, us little YouTube people in on, on Twitter. Yeah. You know, just doing what we do on Twitter. It's what people do on Twitter. We, we, we speculate, we talk about this kind of stuff. It's just what what Twitter is for or for making, you know, crazy political statements. But well, and it's there, not, there was there was nothing there was nothing offensive or innocuous. Yeah. He didn't even there was no tags. There were, he wasn't selling anything. He just stated some points and for some reason Mangold had his a uh, little moment. Well, so, and the other thing yeah. the other thing that strikes me is the fact that that Kadish did not tag Mangold in this. No. Yeah, you know, there's the Maybe hashtag. Not. There's Indiana Jones Five hashtag, which mm-hmm. uh, there's there a lot of people that are using that. See, and, after after Indy Four, the fans have every right to be concerned about what's yeah. going on with Indy Five. Indy Five isn't a movie we we wanted or asked for. Harrison Ford is seventy eight years old. What what is he going to do? Yeah, you know, you know, I, I think in Indiana Jones Chronicles, he's supposed to be about the same age, and you know, he's got an eye patch, and you know, it's just. I don't know what they're going to do with this movie. It's 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 crazy, you know. It's going to have to be all flashbacks with the stunt doubles and and the face app. Well, and on, and so. this is not the first movie where fans have speculated prior to production. Mm-hmm. And given That's the fact, yeah, and given the fact that Indiana Jones Five has existed in some form or fashion for a number mm-hmm. of years, I mean, there's been plenty of time for us to talk and speculate and try to figure out what they're going to do. Are they going to make it? Are they not going to make it? You know, what's going to happen with that? And we see some of these photographs that get leaked. 
And uh, Mr. H Reviews has video. He's got leaked concept art that gives us a little bit more of an indication of what this story might involve. And we can get yeah. into that here in a minute. Um, because it's a little wild, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. when, I, when we first heard that they were actually going into production, my thought was, given Ford's age... We're going to be in probably the late 60s or mid-70s, somewhere in there. I said, wouldn't it be cool if if Indiana Jones goes to see Star Wars? I mean, that would be kind of a nice little wink. Ha ha. But, you know, jokes aside, the the timeline lines up. If you're going to stay with what was going on with, with Crystal Skull being the 50s B movie, then what kind of a movie would five be if it's in the late 60s, early 70s? And you have some westerns, you have uh, police crime thrillers. Right. The, the action-adventure film really wasn't a thing anymore. So, so now we get these images of, of Nazi paraphernalia, which has everybody thinking, okay, flashback, or it's... You know, back in some kind of a, a prequel, or we go back and it's maybe, set maybe in he's earlier. To, maybe he's going to South America and, and get rid of the Fourth Reich in Argentina or something. Well, the know. the gold thing has been brought up as a possible topic, mm-hmm. as a, as a thing. Um, but the other thing is time travel. <clears throat> oh no, that has no place in Indiana Jones. Well. You no would place. think, you would <laughs> think, but I want to bring that's, up. That's, that's why, that's why I go, I just, crystal, crystal skull with the whole aliens and multidimensional beings and spaceships. Stuff. It was, it was too much. Yeah. You, you know, it's just, to me, Indiana Jones is, is Nazis and religious artifacts, you know, and they can get a little crazy with, with the night and the Holy Grails and all that kind of stuff, but it all kind of flowed and fit in the same kind of thing. When they when they start going to parallel dimensions and aliens and greys and it's just it's too much you know and Indiana Jones and nuclear fallout, yeah, refrigerators and it's just no, it's but not for me. Here is uh, this is this is a clip. This is Mr. H reviews, mm-hmm. um, and this is some concept art <clears throat> that uh, has been shared with him. And you see right here this uh, what Mr. H is calling oh. a, a German Dalek. That's the um, that's the Nazi bell. That's yeah. the Nazi bell. It is it is the um, the machine. This is based on concept art, and and I've got it here. What have I got it here? We've, we've um, all watched enough ancient aliens. It's we, know, called, we know what that thing is. Yeah, it's called the <laughs> Glucka, and yeah. it's supposed to be a top secret uh, science secret weapon thing. Mm-hmm. First described by Polish journalist and author Igor Witkowski. And it's supposed to be some kind of device that time travel, space travel. I mean, this is a thing that has existed before Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we see this now showing up in this concept art. Uh, okay. What does yep. what does that mean? And and we've got you know the the rumor. You know, that if, if, Max they, if they wanted, if they wanted to go scientist. down the road where they're using actual Nazi things like this, I'm 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 okay with that. And you know, this whole thing with Mangold is is you know, if he puts out a good movie, I will be more than happy to 
say I enjoyed this movie and that it's a good movie. Yeah. The issue people have are his interactions that he's having with, you know, us people on Twitter. It's 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 crazy. You know, yeah. it's it's nuts. Well, Cam One One Three Eight says I'm okay with the concept of doing a movie that fits the genre of that era, even though it was a bit of an odd match from the other indie movies. Yeah. And really, excuse me, that's that's kind of what Lucas was doing with the first three. With you know setting it in the 30s, you've got the the Saturday morning serial stuff, and I actually yeah. put a put a clock to Raiders of the Lost Ark once, and it's almost exactly ish. Every ten minutes, there's a beginning, a beginning, a middle, and an end in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You could go and time it out in every ten minutes. Star Wars is almost the same way. Because it's based on the Saturday morning serials, which is, mm-hmm. you know, you get 10 minutes of story and there's a cliffhanger. And yeah, like the moment where the truck blows up and we think Marion's dead, mm-hmm. that's at a 10 minute mark. And all, you know, everything is, everything's in those 10 minute increments, very much like the movie serials of the 30s, you know, the Dick Tracy yeah, I, and Buster, thinking about you know, that, I think Flash Gordon that sounds stuff. about right. Yeah. And then you get into the 50s with Crystal Skull and and what was going on in the 50s. You had the drive-in exploitation B-movie science fiction mm-hmm. schlock theater stuff, you know, the blob and invaders from Mars and that kind of thing. Right. So if you hold to that, then sure, you're going to be doing a film in the style of that time period. And this is not it. No. But if it's late 60s, early 70s, science fiction was just coming into things. And, of course, Star Wars blew the whole thing up in 1977. But before that, we had Star Trek on TV. We had 2001. You had Logan's Run. You had a few a few things that had been out there. Of course, Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits had been, been around for a while. So what if that's the angle that they're taking? What if that's the the style that they're going to try to emulate here and at the same time bring in what actually worked from the original trilogy, which is Indiana Jones fighting Nazis. Well, like I said, if they do it well, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy this movie. I don't have a thing against this movie. Yeah. The, the, the movie itself isn't what the, the issue was. It was just everybody took his reaction to Matt's tweet and that was... It was over the top, you know, it was, you know, it's like these, you, you have a millionaire director who makes AAA $100 million movies worried about what people on Twitter are saying. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. The dude is making fun of a Batman statue in my co-host jar of wine corks that he had to blow up <laughs> to see what it was on his yeah. picture. You know, the, the, isn't, the movie isn't even the issue with me. I'm going to go see it. You, you know, but you know what? I'm not going to be as anxious to go see it now because yeah. I know Mangold is kind of a jerk, you know, so. Well, and it almost feels like at the end of that 12-hour uh, rant fest that he did, he almost is almost as if somebody had gotten in touch with him and said, hey, dial it back a little bit because mm-hmm. in some of his later tweets – after yeah. after the Trump list, and he deleted that one, <laughs> but after that, toward the end, it it seems like 
his responses were becoming a little bit more thought out and reasonable and, you know, hey, I, I understand you've got concerns, you know, mm-hmm. wait till it comes out. We're going to do – it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. If he had started it that way, then and I don't, I don't any think issues. anybody would be talking about it nope. today. It wouldn't be the thing. It's but, like, hey, man, I tr- trust me. This movie is going to be fine. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm making a fun adventure movie with Harrison Ford, and we're going to we're going to respect the franchise and 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 the and the and the canon. And and I gotta be know. honest, I don't I don't know that I'm that concerned about Kathleen Kennedy's involvement in this particular one because Frank mm-hmm. Marshall is there, right? And I would I w- if I were a betting man. I would lay odds that Marshall is producing and Kathleen Kennedy is sitting there kind of signing off on it and, yep, okay, she's involved because she was involved. Sure. And, of course, being the head of the company and she's married to Marshall, of course she's going to be on set with him. People are concerned about her despite the executive decisions that she can make. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Mangold got fired three weeks from now. And they and they put in somebody else. You know, we're, we're all kind of expecting that. Yeah. It's, but you know, who knows? Who knows? It's just. Well, and I have to wonder if things. if Mangold, because I I want to remember, and I may be remembering this incorrectly, but it seems that I saw somewhere that Spielberg was the one that picked Mangold. But I I don't know that for certain. I can't I yeah, can't swear possible. by it. So I, uh, if that's if that's that the case, then it's probably one of those things where Spielberg's running the show, and mm-hmm. Kennedy is just there to you know marshal the resources, as it were, and then Frank be. Frank Marshall is there on set producing the film, and and I'm I'm fine with that mm-hmm. because Frank Marshall has always been the producer of these films. You know, Kathleen Kennedy didn't yep. even get a producer credit until the second one. The first one, she was the associate to Steven Spielberg, whatever that means. Right. She makes good coffee. Yeah, she made so, coffee, and she, and she interrupted yeah, yeah. people. Right. So, you know, <laughs> and that's from Spielberg himself. So. Yeah, we, we always like to jump and make fun of the coffee thing. It's, it's, a, it's a fun little meme. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for an Indiana Jones movie, but I want it mm-hmm. to be a good Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. I, uh, I wish I could say I was excited as I was. A few weeks ago, but but I'm not, and it's just uh, it's one of those things. I'm just gonna have to see how it goes. Yeah, it's like it's like with the whole Star Wars universe. Um, I'm just a consumer now, and I have to hold back my enthusiasm with a lot of these things. You know, Indiana Jones was an important thing to me. It was had a profound influence on my on my childhood. Um, it's it's like one of the Raiders of the Lost Ark is like one of my few perfect movies in my head. I love those movies. I love indie. I love the adventure. I love the story. You know, everything about those movies are, are amazing. So just to, to see stuff like this happen with this franchise, it is frustrating. Yeah. I just want them to, I just want them to do it correctly and, and, and make a fun movie for everybody to watch. Well, and so. the, the other part of that is when you, when you do this kind of thing, I and mean, we, we, mm-hmm. we saw what happened when Paul Feig did it with, with Ghostbusters mm-hmm. 2016, and it didn't perform well at the box office. No. People didn't want to see it. Now, there are people who are cautiously optimistic because Mangold is the one in charge of this one. 
and because of Logan, uh, more than anything else, but also Ford versus Ferrari, but mm-hmm. he just kept going and insulting people and 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 dishing out the snark for uh, for a good twelve hours. Oh yeah, and but but here's one that I thought was really interesting. Somebody, somebody, I, I don't even know who this is. William Schill the Fourth. He's got two hundred. He's got forty five followers. So he's not yeah, a big yeah. big account. He says you can't blame people for being skeptical with you making an indie movie with a seventy eight year old Harrison Ford, especially after the disastrous Crystal Skull killed any excitement for the franchise. And if you think Crystal Skull was great, we really are in trouble. And Mangold says, "quote You do understand." Sometimes this attitude put people like me in a terrible position. If we don't publicly renounce works made by friends and peers, then we are triggering your fears. But privately, we might be in agreement on many things. It's interesting. There's so it's much I, you could read it's the first into I've that. heard that, but yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, so does that mean that Mangold is not a fan of Crystal Skull, but he can't say? Does that also imply that maybe somebody at Lucasfilm or somebody at Disney is telling him what he can or cannot say? Because (laughs) that would be consistent with him later coming in and trying to do a little damage control, saying, look, I understand you've got concerns or whatever, and doing the the PR spin toward the end of this. But somebody somebody should have been there to say, hey, James, James, don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't engage. Do not engage. Do not engage. You know, it's like it's almost yeah. it's almost as if there's an entire generation of people who don't understand how the internet works. Right. It's like <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure Matthew didn't uh, go to bed Saturday night after tweeting that out, expecting to have a firestorm. Yeah. On his uh, Twitter when he woke up. And it I does mean, it does appear we've got a troublemaker in the chat. There's uh there's uh, this Matthew oh, Cage is. guy. Who is this who is this guest sci-fi for me has on? Uh well, you know. <laughs> it's my it's my hetero life mate, Matthew <laughs> Kadish. Yes, yes. Super now, nice guy. He has a really he has a really nice studio in his in his living room. Yeah, with it's bricks. Really cool, yeah. With bricks. With bricks, fake bricks made fake out of bricks. vinyl. You order them off Amazon and you pull it up like a poster. It's incredible how it works. Are they are they vinyl? I th- I think I <laughs> yeah, saw somebody yeah, saying that they were paper because that was cheaper. But. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're paper. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Matthew, I don't get I don't I don't get to sit on that side of the table. So uh, okay. I, okay. Yeah, he just put some crappy movie posters behind me. <laughs> Everybody can look at my big head. So. And, and jars of corks. Jars of corks. So what's the story behind that? That's that's you know we we empty a bottle of wine, throw the cork in the jar. How did um, that get started? So. We, we like to um, imbibe a little bit while we're recording the show. It, it loosens up our tongues, and, and um, it, I stammer a lot. You know, this, this kind of thing that we're doing right now is not really my, uh, my forte. Um, so I always come in, and we, we have some mimosas or whatever and, and get a little loose, and then we record our shows. And then Matthew and Alex... Um, work their magic on them and release them throughout the week. Um, but the, the jar of corks is um, Jude, our, our, our other co-host, Matthew's fiance. Um, she likes to drink some wine once in a while with her friends and she just saves the corks and puts them in a jar. It's something that many, many people do. And, and um, it's never even, I've never even really noticed it before, but guess what? Now it's going to have a name and it's going to be center <laughs> stage on our table and um, we might help her fill it up a little bit. 
going forward. So, yeah. Well, and you know, every now and again, fate will hand you something that you can turn into a bit. Absolutely. And you might as well, you know, might as well take advantage of it and milk it for all (laughs) it's worth now, right? Yeah. We do, we do do some bits on the show once in a while. Um, you know, we do a little skit here and there. Um, I put on a wig every once in a while and pretend I'm a fat Thor and, and you know, and <laughs> that kind of thing. It's, it's fun. We have a lot of fun with it. The, the, the show is, it's a therapy to me. It's, it's, it's one of the few, these guys are one of the few people, some of the few people I've met since I moved to Vegas that we all have a lot of things in common. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice to get out together with my friends and, we talk about movies and TV shows and nerd stuff, and we have a good time. Yeah, we have a really good time, and that's and that's all the show is about. The show isn't about being controversial or, or hot takes or anything. We get together, we talk about movies, and we hope people enjoys watching the videos. That's that's all it is. Now, Matthew so. says that the 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 Batman statue apparently has a, an OnlyFans account. Well, is see, that yeah? Because <laughs> we've talked about know. doing one for Office Dogs here. Yeah. Um, just to just to have some place because our our office dogs are shameless. They they don't really mm-hmm. care you know if the camera's pointed to them or not. And they're they're just going to do what they do. But uh, it, it's this idea, and and I've seen this talked about in in various places. The fact that YouTube channels like yours, like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, as small as they are at the moment, I mean, you guys just cleared through a uh, thousand subscribers, I think. Congratulations yesterday, on that. Yesterday, from from all of this craziness, we we definitely. Uh, but it seems the hit a nerve. Yeah, it seems that the YouTube channels are starting to have a little bit more of an impact, a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily influence, but they're starting mm-hmm. to get noticed a lot more. Well, you know? you know, you got these channels out there that talk about these topics daily you know you got the midnight's edges you got the the nerd rotics those kind of things those those channels have hundreds of thousands of subs they have uh, followers and these people are noisy they they do have some influence you know i mean these aren't your casual run-of-the-mill fans like my wife who i dragged all these things begrudgingly (laughs) and but you know, we we look at these properties and these movies and IPs differently. We you know, it's Star Wars and Star Trek, Indiana Jones. You know, that's I feel like that's in my genetic makeup at this point. You know, yeah. I've seen these movies hundreds of times well, since I was eight years old. You the, know, it's it's just and these are these are the people that come to these channels. Yeah, and they're very noisy. Well, so. and see, and that's and that's something that I've that I've noticed that one of the things that we have tried to avoid here mm-hmm. is being the the outrage media, the rage no, bait, and that, the clickbait, and that is and not that. what we do at the Salty Nerd Podcast. Right, and there are then there are channels that you know that's that's what they're about. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to hate 100%. Star Wars. We're going to hate Lucasfilm. We're going to hate this. We're going to hate that. And we're even going to be angry about it, and and we're the, all all it is is rants yeah. and complaints and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And and like, I've I, never I thought of that issue as these, with those channels. Yeah. I mean, those those channels, they do what they do, and they do it well. And they 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 know how to work the the their audience. They know how to work the algorithm, and and more power to them. I, um, and that's fine. But that, that's not what we do. We yeah. we just get together and we talk about movies. We go, we rate them with stupid scales, and we have fun. And you you won't find you'll find very few outrage type 
videos on on the Salty Nerd podcast. And for those who are interested, we do have a link to that channel in our show description. So anybody uh, who hasn't found them yet, uh, you can go over there and subscribe and and take a look at, at what they're doing over there. Now, how often how often do you have shows that you post? Are y'all doing stuff so, live so or we post, recorded? We post shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay. We uh we try to do an evergreen show where we have a theme. Like we've been doing a lot of Star Trek movies because we're getting we're we're building up for the uh, Star Trek convention in August. Um, you know, last week we did ninja movies. You know, we're we're gearing up this week where we're going to be talking about uh. Uh, John Claude Van Damme movies. Every June we do a Van Damme show. June Claude Van Damme, and we we just have fun. You know, these, these they're awful movies, but they're a lot of fun, and we enjoy talking about them. Um, and then we also generally try to do um, a review show where we talk about something that's new and current. Generally, you know, it's been you know Netflix or or you Prime movies that have been out. You know, if we can get to the theater and see something, we'll we'll go do that. Sometimes we get to go as a group. Sometimes we have to go separately. But, you know, and then uh, we'll also do our third show. We generally talk about something in the nerd world that's like television related. You know, um, it's been a lot of Disney Plus shows lately. A lot of MCU shows, you know, like Falcon the Winter Soldier. Um, We'll do stuff about like uh, Mythic Quest, which is a, a, a show on uh, Apple TV, I believe. Oh, right. That's the about, one about, about, the, about the game developers. Games. It's a yeah. great show. You guys should all watch it if you haven't seen it. But, uh, you know, we try to we try to uh, do three shows a week. And, and, you know, we also do stuff like uh, trailer reactions. And, you know, we'll, we'll throw a, uh, a skit in there once in a while. Just, you know, we go and we have fun. You know, we make patron videos and, and uh, for, for our few patrons, you know, and we let those guys choose a topic once in a while and that's it, man. We just, we have, we have fun over there and that's what it's all about for us. So, so why, and this is going to be pure speculative. Okay. Why do you think Mangold reacted this way? Uh, I think maybe he just has a lot of pressure probably put on him right now. I mean, like the guy, definitely does he's making an indiana jones movie for a for a troubled company right now and what and what could very well be the last indiana jones movie yeah yeah it could be you know um i think he's just probably stressed out i think maybe he might have seen matthew's matthew's post and it might have just been the uh the cap of a very long arduous stressful day for him and he blew his top who knows well, and I imagine there's probably some some consternation about the various different photographs that we've seen from from yeah. locations this week that have leaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matthew says the obvious answer is that I'm a super important influencer in Hollywood. <laughs> His, he's got a bit of an ego. Well, know, so. now now Matthew has got some experience in uh, yes. uh, writing in film and television. I, I understand. So yeah, you know, he, he does have some experience over there. Um, you should bring him on and talk to him about it someday. <laughs> well, we're we're actually talking about having having you guys join us on Thursday night for the Ranker Pit to talk about the Bad Batch oh, and and cool. all of this that's going on. I mean, I don't want to certainly I don't want to beat a dead horse, but yeah. you know, get a little bit uh, of a different perspective there, but also talk about you know Star Wars and and some mm-hmm. other Lucasfilm things. So 
uh, that that's coming up on Thursday. And I think we're going to be able to get uh, everybody on. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's it's just I, you look at this stuff and I think, what are you thinking? You're not thinking. Yeah. You're you're reacting. You're not you're not responding. And there there's a big difference between those two things. Right. Where you're just you know you just start spurting out a bunch of different things without without okay do I really mm-hmm. want to sit and see social media needs a little pop up window that says are you sure you want to send this are right. you really sure you want to send this yeah I I uh, I delete. A lot of tweets before I push that send button. Oh yeah, because I I have a tendency <laughs> to like get really salty and kind of mean, and then I'm like, eh, no, I better not. I don't want to like. Yeah. Well, and I've the I've gotten but, but, to the you know, point this, where this, I don't this, post anything. Uh, yeah. At all. I uh, I have a tendency to step in it once in a while. I, I, I a lot of people block me. You know, they they associate me with. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, toxicity and stuff. And I think if you go back through my tweet, Twitter feed, it's mostly just like, hey, guys, watch our new Salty Nerd video and, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's, you know, you, you'd have to go back a, a while for me to to get my really, really salty stuff. So, Well, let me ask you this then. Is it, um, does there come a point where it's, counterproductive to be associated with any particular group i mean i i'm salty nerd podcast is is its mm-hmm. own thing we're our own yeah. thing but yeah. you have things like gamergate comicsgate fandom menace you know all all of yeah. these different uh, these different consumer movements these different groups mm-hmm. that start that start coalescing around particular mm-hmm. ideas at some point is that Maybe more harmful than than productive. Do you think, or have we reached that point, or it's I, I don't still know. I don't know if we've reached that point yet. You know, all of these groups, they all have certain things in common with each other. Um, some of them are way more toxic and nasty than others, and you know, some of them I have no issues with. No. Um, you know, most I, the whole fandom menace thing. You know, I've. I've been loosely associated with a lot of people in there for a few years now. That's how I met Matthew and Alex. You know, we were talking about Star Wars and how disappointed we were with the Ryan Johnson situation. And then it's like, hey, are you in Vegas? Yeah, I'm in Vegas. Oh, cool. You know, and then we meet at the coffee shop and and um, next thing you know, here we are. You know, I have I'm very thankful for for the fandom menace. You know, Um, I've met a lot of people in that group. I made some very good friends. There, you know, there's a lot of really nice, cool people in there, and you know, there's a lot of toxic, whatever's in there as well. You know, yeah. it's just uh, you, you got to judge everybody separately. So, see, we, and but I, we I, all, we all, we all just want good Star Wars. Basically yeah, there, so I think that's that's one of the key takeaways for me is the the people who react badly mm-hmm. to. Comicscape, for example, or Fandom mm-hmm. Menace, they, they like to paint with a broad brush that yeah. everybody is the same. Everybody is like right. this. Instead of judging people on individual merits, uh-huh. they want to say the entire group is X, fill in the blank, right. whatever, you know, right. that. And yeah, you know, it's it the, seems to me that's a little counterproductive to having any kind of a, of a mm-hmm. good dialogue about the product that you make. You want to sell me yeah. something... You know, the 
insulting me is not the best first step to try to sell me what you what you make. Mm-hmm. And I think that gets lost sometimes. Social media yeah. has kind of become this cesspool. That, oh, you know, Twitter! Twitter is it's a it is it's a it can be a definitely be a cesspool. That yeah. is for sure. Um, it can also be a very fun way to exercise some uh, demons out of your brain as well. You know, I mean, you can't take you can't take people's Twitter posts super seriously. If if you do, then you you lost the game, and that's where Mangold screwed up yesterday. You yeah. know, he just he doesn't he doesn't doesn't know how to Twitter basically. <laughs> so, well, and he's not the he he's not the first, and he nope. certainly probably will not be the last. Nope. Um, so, okay, so now that you have all of this newfound fame, <laughs> you and you and, and Matthew and Jude, all, all, what, yeah. do you, what do you plan to do with it? Have you all sat there and said, okay, we, we, how know, do we, we exploit the drama? <laughs> well, we get on shows like <laughs> yours the day afterward and, and show the shows. Come to saltynerdvideo.com and push that sub button, everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We haven't really had a chance to sit down and discuss everything yet. You know, we've had, there's been a lot of, you know, text messages going back and forth. Um, it's, it's fun. You know, that's how shows like ours, you know, we, we struggled long and struggled along for the last year and a half and, you know, slowly gaining an audience, slowly gaining, and that's all we ever really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had our viral moment thanks to Matthew's, uh, tweet and, and Mangold's little spurt session, and um, it 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 caught all the right eyes, you know, and that's great. You know, that's how all these channels are are built. You know, you have to have your moment, and this this was ours this time, and hopefully it won't be the last one. You know, maybe next time it'll be something different, maybe something a little more fun. Who knows? You know, but yeah, I would imagine. I'm sure, that we'll, I'm sure we'll be doing like a. You know, I know we can probably get the YouTube channel monetized now and, and, you know, maybe someday if the channel keeps growing, we'll be able to do this full time and I'll be able to like, we'll be able to make, make some money and I can quit my day job working for the man and and do this for, for real. It'll be, that'd be super fun. I'd love to do that. It, it's nice to get attention off of something different other than controversy though i mean i you know like you like you say i'd i'd much rather go viral on something fun Mm -hmm. than than this kind of thing but it almost seems like this is the this is the thing what happens maybe mangled did you a favor maybe he sat there and goes you know this is a little this this is a small youtube channel i'm taking Maybe I'm they need some. Picture of him some. The, I'm taking a framed picture of him and hanging it on the wall. Yeah, so at, I mean, at, at the studio, he did yeah. this on purpose to blow up your channel so you guys would yeah. get uh, would get would get bigger. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Thanks, thanks, James. Appreciate you, buddy. Well, see, now toward the end of the uh, end of the week, you and Kata should sit there and say, you know, do some tweets out and say, "Hey, Mr. Mangle, thanks. You did us a favor. Look, we've got all of this." Oh well, that's now. that's kind of my approach right now, you know, because oh. you know. The people on Twitter, they're coming after us, you know, just, just calling us rage peddlers and everything. And, you know, the best way to do it is just kill them with kindness. You know, we'll get mm-hmm. some nasty comments on the YouTube videos and I'll just be, hey, man, thanks for watching. Appreciate your click. Yeah. You know, hope you hope hope you come back and watch the next one. You know, that kind of stuff, you know, and that's that's all you can do, really. Yeah. So. And that's and that's really the best way to handle some of that, mm-hmm. because you get people that are going to. Do, and I've I've made a list of possible responses to some of this. 
stuff <laughs> in, in case we ever become a target of, of ire. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking, you know, it's just really, it's really not worth it. You know, yeah. Peter, Peter Samedi does really well uh, over at Alterna Comics when anybody starts coming after him on his stuff. Uh-huh. You know, he's got some, see, he's got some, some responses that are a little bit edgier than others. Mm-hmm. But he never goes over oh. the top with it. He's he's mostly say, "Hey, you know, I'm just here to talk comics. I'm here. I'm here to yeah. To I'm, get I'm people to read really my PG books here. You yeah. know, we're the the show is the podcast is not a PG show. We, you know, we we're doing <laughs> shots, we're drinking wine. We're, you know, I I don't have any problem with the swear words. Yeah. on the on the podcast, it's just us being us. It's like we're just kind of hanging out at a bar talking about movies. You know, right? And that's our, that's our vibe, and people like it or they don't, and. You know, that's fine. It's just, it is what it is. So, yeah. So when the idea for this podcast first started, when, when Kadish invited you to, to be uh-huh. a part of it, what was the, what was the beginning stages when you guys so, were planning out how, so, how, what kind of a show you decided to do? So here's how it started. We, we all met on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was directly related to um, Star Wars discussions. Um, Salty kind of stalked me and, and kind of became friends with me. And I got invited onto um, this, this uh, well, basically, it was, it was a YouTube show, or was it, it was more of a Twitter show, but it was called The Senate. And I couldn't make him all the time. And it was, it was me and, and Salty and, and Drunk 3PO before he was famous, and uh, uh, Proper Jeremy, and... Uh, <sighs> Sith Kryptonian is the one that had the show. Anyway, we all kind of like got started there talking about nerd stuff. And, and then uh, Matthew Kadish kind of inserted himself into our circle and, and we started talking about, uh, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. And then Alex and Kadish and myself, we found out we live like five miles apart here in Las Vegas. So we started meeting down at our local coffee shop, which is kind of like right in the middle of our houses. And we do that every Monday. We did that for a couple months and we had a great time. And Salty was already doing a hobby podcast where he just like did deep dives into movies, but he had stopped doing it for a while because I think his partner, his schedule wasn't working out. And he just came up to us one day and he goes, hey guys, this is really fun. Let's do a podcast. And the next thing you know, we're in Salty's kitchen you know, recording a podcast about about movies once a week. And that just kind of took off. That we only we didn't do it there very long because Matthew decided it's like, hey man, I'm gonna build a studio for us over at my house. This is something that he wanted to do anyway, I think. And um we invited Jude, Matthew's fiance, because we wanted her point of view and stuff. And she's she's super into campy movies, you know. If, if I hate a movie, she's going to love it. If she, if she loves a movie, I'm going to hate it. And, and, you know, she likes crazy weird movies like, you know, Plan 9 from Outer Space and oh, Chopping yeah. Ball and, you know, late night stuff. You know, I like the the, the AAA expensive movies. She's complete opposite of that. Right. So we have a good dynamic. We all have our role that we play. You know, Kadish is the is the, the analytical professor dude. Jude is his foil. <laughs> I sit over there and I, I'm kind of grumpy and hate everything. And, and Alex guides the, he hosts the show, he guides the conversation and it's, it's fun, you know, and, and that's, that's what we do. And yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that sounds like fun. What's, uh, yeah. ha, do you have plans for additional shows you guys are going to bring into production or are you just um, sticking I, with the one? Well, like I said, I, we haven't got together 
to uh, to discuss what we're, if we're going to do anything different. Um, we, we get together once a week and we do a week's worth of content all in one day. And and that's why a lot of times we're like, we're like a week behind for a lot of shows. And yeah. it's, that makes it hard to garner an audience, but it, it's the only way we can do it. So until our schedules change, that's just how it's going to have to be. We only have a certain amount of time at each day. So we, and we try to cram as much into our time that we have as to do as much stuff as we can. So, sure. Well, so as far as as far as new stuff, I I'm not sure what Matthew and Alex have planned. We'll probably discuss that more tomorrow. So, all right. and I'm sure we'll be doing like a celebration stream for when we get that monetization button on there. So <laughs> that'll be fun. All right, it is the Salty Nerd Podcast, and the link is in our show notes uh, <laughs> for anybody who wants to go check that out. It looks like here you're over 1,200 subscribers now. Yeah, uh, great. Just awesome. uh, it just stays uh, it stays yeah. on that upward trajectory. That's, that's always that's, awesome. that's always thing to look for. All right, sir, Matt Vader. Thanks very much for being here, sir. I really do hey, appreciate, I appreciate it. you letting me on. And you did just fine. And now that you've <laughs> got this kind of experience, the more you do, yeah. the more you can ask for a raise over there and, and say, "Hey, I need I need a bigger part to play." Kadish has always said, "I'm going to make you internet famous," and I'm like, "Man, I don't know <laughs> if I want to be internet famous, but but that's cool. You know, whatever." Sure. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for us. I just wanted to uh, remind everybody to join us because it's 271 Monday, and it just kind of lined up perfectly because episode 271 here, and tonight, episode 271 on the H2O podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about unfinished business, and by that, we mean all of the different projects, the books, the movies, uh, the video games, stuff we were promised uh, but it's never delivered. Patrick Rothfuss has a book that he hasn't done yet. George R. R. Martin, David Gerald. We've got a number of video games that have never appeared anywhere. So we're going to be talking about that tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And then we'll be back here tomorrow for more Live from the Bunker. In the meantime, we do invite you to subscribe to the channel and uh, get uh, get connected with us on all of the different social medias. And we're over on Odyssey as well. It's another video platform. We're broadcasting live there as well as to YouTube. So we do invite you to check that out as well as this one. And any of the rest of the videos that we've got here, uh, feel free to uh, leave a comment, uh, throw a thumbs up our way. And if you want to, if you want to, if you want to support us financially, you can do that too. We've got a PayPal link in the in the chat, uh, in the in the show notes, and we've also got a subscribe star account set up so you can uh, check us out there. So that's going to do it for us today. Thanks very much for being here, everyone. And we will be back tomorrow with more. Remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 